0: Happy thirty-two. Oh yes, happy thirty-two. We're we're almost. I think we've old. We're, we're old enough to have sold out. Yep. But we're still young enough to think we can make a difference. Yep. Thirty-two. Yeah. There you go. We're here. I'm so, thirty-four, so I'm uh, I'm a little <laughs> bit more bitter. We'll get to thirty-four in a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I don't know, man. I uh, I, I wanted to just have a uh, fun episode. A lot of people are really struggling with. Um, you know, making ends meet lately, yeah. uh, and there's always these pitfalls in society that you can capitalize on. And a lot of people just need someone to tell them they have the skills; they just don't see it. Yeah, and you know, it just <clears throat> takes that that uh, that that you know sometimes push initiative kind of or push or yep. you know that that forethought of wow, I could actually make a shitload of money doing this. I just want to say. There's a neighborhood kid on this block that probably rakes in like two grand a month flush.
1: Uh, Just what? pushing snow. Yeah? yeah? Just
0: pushing snow. He got people on contract. <laughs> he, like, it, it, this is the thing, bro. Like, he came to my house like a couple years back and he was like, oh, I want to shovel your snow. I was like, oh, cool, right? So I paid him 40 bucks. And uh, I was like, man, you know, if you like came to people probably around November... Yeah, and told them you shovel their snow for an entire season for this amount of money. Every time it snows, you could probably make a good amount of money. Oh yeah, this kid fucking did it, (laughs) man. He had flyers out on every door. Uh, There were people paying like two hundred bucks corner lot. Yeah, you know, and that's that's for the entire season. So this kid just made a shitload of cash. Oh, and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, good for him. And,
1: uh, you know, there's there's other ways to fucking... One lawn pays for the fucking uh, snowblower, and now his job is 10% of what it was going to be. And now 100%. Yeah. And then he can stack an
0: electrical circuit uh, basically, you then can he have pays, these pays his friends powered. fucking
1: below hourly wage as well because they're they're under the age of majority. So he's got his little and fucking twelve year old buddies. <laughs> he can pay at ten bucks an hour, and they have to rent the machines. Yeah, he oh, wouldn't even have to machine. rent them; he can buy and them all and make rent. those people rent it from you. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, even better. There we yeah. go. Just need, so that's uh, how you become a predator. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly,
0: I'm just happy for the kid. I, yeah. I, I, I I I see that, and I'm just like, okay, that guy gets it. Yeah, And, you know, when you see someone that's trading in their truck after having it for two years, it looks like it's been through Vietnam and it probably smells like dead hookers. But you're just ignoring that because it's a trade in and you desperately need it right now. And you're like, oh, sir, this is the best truck ever. We're going to give you so much money for it. You're going to be flush. And they just buy it. And then you, you basically take the truck from them and it's punched, and two years, your investment gone. Yeah. And that's how most people operate. Oh, credit, I'm just going to roll that negative equity, get something new. This is how you really fuck yourself over. Honestly, these aren't assets. People never should call having a vehicle having an asset. It's a oh, liability. liability. Yeah. It is completely and utterly an. There's expense. a handful
1: of exceptions to that. Oh, which a would 70s be like challenger. Do you have a status? time
0: machine, sir? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, you <laughs> well, don't. <laughs> any collector status
1: car will will it's, go it's up in, plummet value. <laughs> in value.
0: Because what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. If you've made the money now, sure. Yeah. But go, go getting in now. It's too late. It's too late. Unless unless you can flip them and literally the the rest body guys, you're not going to buy one that's like drivable and make money on it in the future. I actually mean,
1: there's I would disagree on certain ones like, this like, is the like golden but it's all era about right timing, now. right? Like well, because sure. like 10 years ago my buddy bought a 78 Porsche Targa and uh convertible for 108 yeah, and it's worth 47 now. Yeah. Right? And he hasn't done anything other than have it as his daily driver with a collector plate on it. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's fucking sweet. It's an oil cooled car. So it's like 12 liters of oil to, to fill it. Oh my God. Um, yeah, it's not fun to drive, but it's fun to be driven in <coughs> because it punches like a motherfucker. That's but, uh, that's pretty crazy. But it's crazy that that car can jump in value like that to that degree. So like, it's, it's getting lucky in certain ones, like sobs we used to buy in high school for two grand, <laughs> 1500 right? bucks. They're worth $20,000 now, 50 $15,000 for good ones, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, there are cars that are slowly moving into collector status. We're probably going to see, like, fucking uh, a Dodge Teggies. Neons. I don't think no, so. No, we're not going to see that. <laughs> no, but we, we might. The SRTs, we oh. might see those those early 90s five liters the srt4s those early 90s five liter stangs might might make it in there's nah, going to be bro, a handful those of are them always i wouldn't shit. i would be surprised if subaru bajas ended up making people. it into the fucker fucking collector world in 10 years because there's only so few of those idiots out there that thought a four-wheel drive sedan with a truck in the back was going to be a good idea <laughs>
0: Man, <laughs> you know what's a you know what's a cool car though. Like if we're on this topic, the the original '80s Audi Quattro. It was yeah, it was a cool yeah. One. fucking yeah. badass. And you know, it it's a cool car. Yeah. If you maintain one of those, you probably make a lot of dough. But the problem is though, like you can't expect to buy a car now and sell it for more money. you, well, just, no, you just can't.
1: All the companies have. It's the same thing with a lot of trading. Uh, like in some collectibles in general yeah. are now weaponized. It used to be that you would collect stamps by happenstance and there wasn't an industry there to create profit off of it directly. And then the industry developed in the future when there was only so many of those things and people are like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's rare. Right? And so now companies in advance are making things rare. We talked about that before mm. with like only sending out like 1,200 uh, pairs of a certain shoe in, a, in one size, right? Yeah, like Because like we couldn't get our fucking South Park <sighs> shoes, which I wanted. And there's a stamp version now too but i wanted the towelies oh, but, like, but like but yeah. like i wanted those i don't want to spend 480 dollars on them but i wanted them like i'd give you a hundred bucks for them that's what, like, they that's were what worth they're worth they were fucking made like that's and and that's that so, like, they're creating that rarity collector status in the outset so that they have a profit center in the future for it. So it's already built into the system, but now. I
0: don't get it because they, they they make the same well, it's it's the speed at which they make the profit. I get that, yeah, but they make the same amount of profit off a normal shoe. Yeah, you but know? I think they that it's actually less...
1: because they own the sites that uh, oh, that everybody yeah, sells think? off of. You think? Yeah. Mm. And I think also the, the publicity cut. you they get for bots. Adidas shoes all, as well. They don't yeah. have to run a commercial, yeah. right? The amount of publicity you get off of it. Like, think of the tens of millions so of dollars you say globally. So basically what you're saying is because
0: Adidas of, is buying the shoes from Adidas yeah. under like a shell company. <laughs> well, it's, it's the exact saying, same thing
1: that Ticketmaster does. Oh, you want the shoes now? Well, that's what Ticketmaster does with StubHub. Fuck man! Right, they yeah. they do limit releases and then they sell inflated uh, value ones because they have their own like uh, their own inside scalpers. It's just not fair. They're, it's a horrible, disgusting system where they take advantage of it. But this is but this is the whole, to loop it into what we wanted to talk about. This mm-hmm. is side hustles. This is side hustles of fucking big ass dirty corporations and how they create side hustles. Yeah. So. You and I have taken pride but in coming up is, with our own side hustles uh, uh,
0: uh, a lot. The problem so. is, I mean, you can look at it like an arbitrary business like that, but unless you have the idea to start the business, having that uh, access to that amount of profit is quite rare. The one thing that they can't take away from you, if you lose literally everything, every scrap of clothing you have, every dollar you have in the bank, everything you have in the house, if you lose everything, all you have left is your skills. And a lot of people don't understand that. And I always question people that are just like, oh, I've got my favorite shows. I've got this, this, this. I'm like, okay, well, what if you learned a language in that spare time instead of, you know, wasting it? What if you learned about history in that spare time instead of, you know, wasting it? And I get it. There's that
1: escapism aspect of it, you know? I I don't want to put you on the spot too bad, but I'm curious, like, what do you, what are you currently working on in your spare time?
0: Me? Yeah. Well, I don't have much spare time. I'm at work quite a bit. I guess in my spare time, it would be this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Second to that, I mean, it would be probably... the I've been selling a shitload of stuff on Marketplace lately. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, You know, I've been flipping stuff in the house. And this is why I kind of wanted to have this conversation because it was always in front of me. And it was just having that extra time to think, wait, instead of focusing my time on, you know, just enjoying something, maybe I should focus my time on making some extra cash And I think a lot of people should maybe... I think yeah. a lot of people should maybe take that uh, look, you know, and you know, sit down and say, "I have skills, I have items, I have assets. I could sell the assets fast for cash. Mm-hmm. I have skills that could make me cash as well." And a lot of people sell themselves short. Yeah. They'll work a forty-hour work week, think that's all they're worth, and then drink away the other. That's because you know, they don't the know their labor their value. Because and the fucking exactly the it. systems
1: devalued their labor but for so
0: long. That's that's the problem. I mean, you, you, you can tie this to mental health, like our special, uh, but it's also the fact that you know we have all these this extra time uh because the world's been so much more you know like you used to have to go and go down the aisles of a grocery store no 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 more you can pre-order your groceries and pick them up but we don't even put them in your fucking car and that's exactly it because why why it's the stress and the pressure I think a lot of the time the marketing that they're pushing to exactly the marketing that they're pushing is pushing us to fight each other rather than work on ourselves or work on the reasons why we're fighting in the first place you know the one issue I had with this entire Kyle Rittenhouse trial was the fact that there are literally hundreds of fucking shootings just like this on a daily basis in the United States of America but this is the one that they want to focus on because it divides the people that watch it and when we fight each other we're weaker when we're two separate groups we're weaker they can pick us out pick us apart and take us away from what the real issues are like the price of shit going up rapidly like the fucking bareness of the shelves i
1: think that's why it's important that when i've mentioned in the uh, in the special i believe (laughs) is that i think that a lot of the time racism and the way that it's weaponized through media is a subcategory of classism because they, I couldn't they, agree more. They use it, yeah. They use it to as a as a form of division at the at, from a class level because the upper classes are are not exclusively white, and so they can divide you on that that color level on the lower levels while still being hoity toity at the higher levels. And I find it despicable. Um, yeah, so I, I just think that it's 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 frustrating to watch in the U.S. seeing how like you the comments that you get from a lot of the wealthy people um and the tends to be things like in support of uh you know racial justice or racial equality and things like that but it's hand waving and hand gestures there's and, not actual know, any kind of work towards it. The reason
0: it. why I wanted to do this entire <laughs> chat about quick cash is because if you're sick of those hand wavings and gestures, if you're sick of your employer just fucking using you and just continuing to use you, and yep. you have that time. Take it. Work on something. Build yep. yourself. Learn some extra skill. And you know, it's. it, it Call me the ruthless capitalist because that's what they'll all tell you to do. Oh, you just don't have the skills to make more than minimum wage. Well, it's not wrong. You know, I, I'm not saying you don't have the education level to learn the skills. I'm not saying you're too dumb to get it. It's the fact is when when, when it, most people go home from
1: their work and then do what?
0: Yeah. You know,
1: try, try to tune out of what they've just done because work is so draining. Exactly. Yeah. I think and that that's because, because we're forced to do three hours worth of work in eight hours because, uh, the val like most people are, they're, jo- they're not actually made to be efficient Like there's no actual hard work In the current system That's why I find so much of the narrative Coming from the conservative side so annoying mm. Oh liberals are lazy No they're not, they're no. efficient They're fucking efficient And this is the thing, and I mean, then, like, it's the
0: left versus the right I mean we all do drugs here, we all drink here Most of it, us aren't religious Like yeah. can we just turn the page on all this I mean at the end of the day It's just The society is not fair It it, it is not going
1: to be fair. It it, it never has really been fair at all. Yeah. But you can get small advantages. Exactly. and And you don't have to be predatory to do it. And like... I mean, both of us have kind of come up with side hustles. I thought it was nice at the beginning. You said you have to mention, uh, you mentioned you have to, some people have to get pushed or like pointed out some of their skills. And like Mm -hmm. the company I ran for six years, which was like a a hockey training company in Vancouver was all because I got pushed by a boss who most people would consider him be a complete asshole. And he was. So like in a scenario where I was working in retail sports sales and in order to get a sale of $1,200 pads, he gave away my labor as a goalie trainer, which I had never done before. i had only ever, I had worked in the summer previously for my goalie instructor, but I'd never done anything by myself. So he said that I had been working as a goalie instructor and that I would give him a free session if you got these pads. This guy <laughs> ends up being, the guy I end up working for, um, to, to train his son for the first time. Um, one of the best kids ever, by the way, and I'm not going to say his name, even though he's now over 18 and doesn't matter just seems wrong but anyway his father developed uh um software that he sold to Microsoft and he was a he was a Hollyburn Country Club member so that was my first session and from there I started a company that ended up paying for my first house so like it and it was, and it built, made me all of the connections that I've had uh, within the business world. Uh, I, w- I was at one point, I was training the the CEO of Lululemon, the uh, the premier of BC's uh, kid. I would like, I had all of these uh, judges and lawyers, all of their kids. I was working with the connections all fell because of getting pushed into it by one be- being forced into something by a guy who was a dick. But one thing that he did allow me to do was set my hourly rate right, right, right away. He was like, I'll pay you for the hour. What do you want to charge? Hmm. So I was like, 50 bucks. Because I looked online and I and it wasn't just a number I pulled out of my ass. I, I looked online. I compared to the other companies and I was like, you know what? I'm just starting out. These other guys are 80, $90 an hour, sometimes over 100. And I was like, I'll go at 50 bucks because that's comfortable for me. I That's a great amount for me, in fact. Mm-hmm. And I'll do that. And... Um, by year three, I was making between $100 and $150 an hour. Um, I was the second largest school in the entire uh, province. I would I had been on national TV, national uh, radio, um, and local radio for it. Never spent a penny on marketing, all because wow. one boss pushed me to do one thing one time. And with the first 50 bucks, I didn't just pocket it. I didn't go and buy alcohol. I didn't do anything like that. I went and bought business cards that was the only expense that i had right away 6 months in i Smart. i actually registered the company and yeah but it was it was all based off of just kind of getting pushed into one thing that someone else saw that yeah. i could do and, and maybe and it was for his own benefit for sure right yeah. he was doing it for his own benefit i don't well, he think sold he had the a, pads, right? yeah but that's you know, 100% and then i sold that guy another uh, uh, 10 more sets of pads over the course of our relationship yeah. right so it it's it was effective But it was an opportunity for me to expand on that. So that was one time where I needed the push. Like It's it's just so common to
0: just get comfortable in what you do and not even realize you have this hidden talent that will literally print money. And a lot of people, it could be a hobby. It could be something that you just obsess about a little bit.
1: It might not even be a talent you have. You might just notice a gap. Yeah, right like exactly. like that was that was the opportunity I had a couple of years ago with the CBd company where I just noticed that there was a gap right yeah. and I and I targeted the seniors homes and I and and I I started a a a, a CBD balm and bath bomb company uh in Kamloops and I sold to senior citizens and then the interior health authority got wind and started buying up all my products to use as testing samples because of my effectiveness mm-hmm. so it was treating arthritis in senior citizens and stuff but this was all just by pure like I had read a couple of articles and I went if this is really that good why don't I try it mm-hmm. so I found a way to get and get some for myself and I had as an athlete I've been in I've had several injuries and so I was nursing one at the time and I used it and I was like holy shit this actually works and I was like Man, this was fucking expensive, though. I bet I could make it cheaper. So all I did was go, "What's the cheapest base for a a balm, right?" And I looked that up, and I was like, "Okay, how do I make it like ju- like all like bougie?" So I went, "Okay, organic all that." So I did that, and I went all organic, and then it was like, "Okay," and then how do you dissolve A into B? And I found that out online. I looked it up and was like, okay, now where do I order fragrances and containers? What's the cheapest way to do it? And I looked that up, and I was like, okay, so for an investment of four hundred dollars for two years, I printed. I, I was I was selling between eight and 1000 dollars a week a week for. For an ins- for, for an investment of four hundred bucks up front. Wow. And I still claimed it on my taxes, obviously for uh, under like extra currency because at the time it was extracurricular. Um but yeah, it was it was absolutely nuts and it took me two hours a week of work mm-hmm. for a thousand dollars a week. Jesus yeah. yeah. right? Christ, that's fucking so, awesome, man. And and you can do that kind of thing. I went and made stickers up, and like I'm, I, I went that extra nine. I sanitized everything. I had everything like I was a, I was very, very careful with it. And some people are not that, and some people are predatory, and some people do take advantage of those things. So you do have to be aware. But like it, that it was an opportunity. I saw. I didn't even have any skill. I'd never made any of those things. The, the I just had is, the skill though, of Google. I knew how to look into things. Yeah, that, that, that,
0: that's, <laughs> that's the, the that's problem good. is though. I mean. A lot of people that have that extra time and want to get in this whole side hustle business, they get sucked into these fucking bullshit MLM companies. Yeah,
1: because they want com- they yeah. want it already yeah. be it it done. Yeah. Makes me for them. so yeah.
0: mad! It yeah. makes me so mad that you took someone that is literally just trying to make some extra money and then just fucking taking them for everything they got. I mean, yeah. honestly. Uh, one of the, one of the things Cardone every uh, like I, I don't I don't really like the guy. I respect the fuck out of him though. You know, I, I think if if I was having a beer with him, I'd be like, this guy's probably crazy. Like, <laughs> right? you know, guy, <laughs> all those sales some, training guys this, are predatory. This guy right? Has some fucking issues. I think he he, he needs to get a, a hug from his dad. Yeah. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, though, he's he's a fucking ruthless businessman, and you, you know, he he expanded that entire. Uh, like car business training and yeah. all this other uh, car-owned capital shit. But, you know, at the end of the day, he always says MLMs are one of the fastest ways to make money. But he- he's saying starting them.
1: Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah
0: starting them. And you look at that and you say, okay, well, if you're going to join one, you're not you- going to be the one making money. You're going to no. be the one making them money. Yeah. I'm pointing up because it's a pyramid, okay? And a lot of people get sucked into these things, and it's just it's so sad because you could literally read a book <clears throat> on a topic that interests you, develop a side skill like whittling, then all of a sudden you can do like wood art. Uh, they, they find me one person on Facebook Marketplace that sells custom-made wood furniture. But you don't even have nowadays. to do...
1: You don't even have to engage in an MLM now with, with the online resources we have. There's actually opportunities to do things because the, it's not... Like we, we mentioned on... Uh, like we talk a lot about supply chains and, and because that's a, it's an issue right now at the mm-hmm. forefront of everybody's mind. But we know that... It's just specific supply chains that are breaking down. Those, it's the the mainstream ones. The there there are still things moving around the world. It's just not the massive bulk ones. The problem uh, is and, right
0: now. Like the one thing I'm going to worry about and be completely frank about the supply chain issue is the black market. It, well, honestly, but that's, if but this that's gets what, worse. I'm,
1: what this is this, this is where there's a, a massive opportunity. And I wouldn't even call it the black market. I would call mm-hmm. it almost an alternative market because you, it's almost more peer to peer. Where if you notice that there's a gap, for example, like if you think. Of, think of a product right now that could have a gap just just generally that would be useful to fill. Like it, let's say there's a be uh, resulting be from some shortage in metal. We can't get blenders from for some access point because all of these mainstream ones. It doesn't mean that there's no blenders. They're still going to exist somewhere. And you could probably find them on Alibaba in bulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they'll be knock-off <laughs> no name brand ones, but you could fill a gap doing that. I've I mean I've bumped in like there was a guy who did that with these uh vibration pads they were like the the ways that you build muscle when you 're in uh, in space oh, and like zero gravity. The tense machine things i don't know they like oscillate and vibrate in a way where like i I bought one out of sheer curiosity for three hundred bucks and like you can sell them for over a grand now but i got i I got in early when this guy was trying to get people to buy into this stuff hmm. and i t- and I was doing workouts on it it was cool it was, it was fun to work with. But what I saw what he did was he would just fly, like he would find whatever the flavor of the month was. So he had two products he was selling. One of them was those oscillating disc things, uh, like the vibration machines. And then the other one was wheelie shoes. And so he just went to China where where they made those two things and paid them to have the factory go an extra couple hours to make X amount for each of them and bought in massive bulk and then just had a warehouse in uh, in vancouver and he would just sell them directly for fucking insane margin so he would pay eighty dollars per vibration machine he was selling them for 650 so like the amount like so he didn't care about sitting on them because he had such a stupid margin but it's because also he was he was didn't have a storefront, so all the stores would be absorbing those costs and they would have to sell it more competitively so they would have to sell it at even higher costs so he was he was personally making a massive margin but it's because he cut out all the middlemen right Shit, it's like an gangster but but realistically when we've talked about in the past <laughs> like like, <for> real. <laughs> like useless jobs in the states most of the the reason why most jobs in the states are useless is because most jobs are fake middlemen jobs yeah. they're just they're just jobs where they put a new person in the middle along a chain that didn't need to be there right and so you can make savings from finding gaps in both supply but also finding gaps in demand and 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 again you don't have to be predatory with it you can actually there's ways of like this guy's not selling bad products and he's not selling them for more than they're worth Mm -hmm. he's just making a great profit because the market's not supplying those products at an adequate price and you can find that in a lot of places right it's how amazon does a lot of their business with is finding supply gaps Right, that's why people are willing to buy a lot of things online. Um, you know what I wish they'd bring back though? What's that? I door to door
0: salesman. Oh, you know, I, it, it, honestly though, honestly though, if Tesla brought out door to door salesmen, that they they'd rape like get guys what? like me who are losing their jobs. That are fucking pissed off with making shit money and pay us a shitload of dough to fucking sell your cars. Like, it cut Tesla, out all the. Middlemen. Tesla paid its workers D- twenty dollars an hour right in to Vancouver. Them. But, but here's the thing that that's that's to manufacture. No, to sell at their the at
1: their place. But 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 here's the thing at their sales showroom. It was twenty dollars uh, an hour. I applied for a job when they first opened in Vancouver. Oh, uh, they're on
0: hourly. They're not on commission. hourly. Yeah, what the fuck? Okay, first of all, uh, Elon, if if you if you have someone that like you know. Or you know Elon, or you're Elon, you're listening to this, bro. Like, get. Yeah us guys out there. We are trained killers in this field and I, I love your product. I think it's cool. I think it's awesome that you convince people that your fucking thing will break after two years and they buy it anyway. Yep. I think it's brilliant and I'll sell the fuck out of it if you pay me well. <laughs> I will sell it so hard. I'll go door to door. I'll be your first door to door Tesla guy. You'll be on the news for free. I don't know free that Elon's marketing. listening
1: but the head of the Jehovah's Witnesses are. But he's at he's the end all of the day. hard right now. It he's <laughs> like okay well if he can sell if he can sell a Tesla with all those man manufacturing defects and hmm. the massive expensive costs and then we're in the middle of alberta with an electric car he can sell jehovah if the mormons <laughs> want to cut
0: me a check i'm in <laughs> uh, all right I'll, I'll i'll get the haircut and the underwear i'm not gonna wear it i'll get it the underwear it's it's magic underwear have you never heard oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah bro yeah it's uh it's it's i don't know why but yeah, yeah. and i'll, I'll I, I i have to give up coffee though fuck
1: yeah i can't do, do that
0: the cigarettes yeah they don't do anything that alters the mind or weed i have to give up weed too you have to give
1: up sugar then
0: oh my god
1: uh, i can't imagine they don't actually have sugar that would be yeah no i you I couldn't, you I've couldn't seen... live in the states without high fructose corn syrup
0: I saw like. a Mormon eat a coffee crisp once, and I was like, "Can't you not drink coffee?" <laughs> you know?
1: and I, I guess that's probably like wondering how much gingers in ginger ale after that loss. No, I was right? like when the yeah. swine flu happened, made and, with real you know, ginger.
0: Was, <laughs> I'm not saying that, never mind. Uh, but it, 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 it's uh, it's it's a it's a crazy world out there, and I think that. But you like, know, what,
1: what's a Like, have you got like have either of you guys ever started a side hustle that was like successful? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh
0: yeah. No, I, uh, I I've had a lot of luck flipping cars. Yeah. Um. You know, just you, you, honestly though, you don't even need to. You don't even need to fix them up that much. You just need to wash them out and de- oh. the detail them. Like I literally a good bought. Detail is a nice. I can, I can I can build a car out of bondo. Okay, and I, I'm a fucking professional detailer, man. All right, I, 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 these are these are two skills I've acquired. I can also break into any car in almost under probably 20 minutes. I can get into most anything in under 20 minutes. Um, yeah. it, it won't be pretty, but I won't break any glass. There might be a few scratches, but the car, I'm into it. <laughs> and, you know, the, these are skills you learn in the car business, and a lot of people don't realize that they're skills. You just think, oh, well, yeah, I can... But I had uh, during during the pandemic when everything was kind of like slow and there were no like fucking job opportunities or whatever. Yeah, I literally offered my service uh, as a you know uh, a guy that can get into a car, right? Like I I put a little ad. I just had like a like a text me now account number, and it was like locked into your car. uh, I'll help you get it, right? And it's like fifty dollar flat rate anywhere in the city, which is super cheap. Yeah. Right, and it's funny. It was both fifty bucks with us, but yeah, <laughs> fifty bucks was like you call a locksmith. It's like, oh well, uh, it's gonna you gotta pay the first hour and uh, one hundred twenty dollars, and we'll get there soon. <laughs> I'd be there. Like people would call me, and be like, okay, first of all, you need to verify it's your car. You know, you need to show me either some registration or there has to be you know, some driver's license I could take a picture of because I'm not going to break into someone's car, <laughs> right? And then, you know, if if they if it was sus, I'd leave. You know, I'm sorry. I'm not going to take your money. I'm not going to do it. And I, had, I only had to do that once. Uh, but yeah, I literally show up. Then I had the inflator kit I bought on um, oh, fucking Wish. You can get those, like, <laughs> car breaking kits on Wish. And uh, it's just a little bag that goes in the door wedge. and yeah. You inflate it, and it pops the metal out about, you know, half an inch to if you're... Really lucky, you know, three quarters of an inch. And then you just sk- skirt a, uh, you know, a coat hanger or a piece of metal down there and pull up the uh, door handle. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> uh, the alarm will go off, right? But then you just open the hood and disconnect the battery. And a lot of people just don't know how to do that anymore. Like they just don't. Like that used to be a common skill. Like when I started, don't
1: know how to shoulder check anymore.
0: When I started in the car business, half the guys on the lot used to be able to break into cars. you you lock keys in cars at a constant right. So it was just something I learned, and now like no one knows how.
1: Well, there's a shrinking skill in the repair industry in general, right? Like the the right to repair movement from an uh, episode we did a few weeks ago. Like that's a huge, uh, a huge opportunity for people to get into the trades in the next little bit is going to be hugely important, right? Mm. Plumbing, electricity, all of those things. If things start to fail, we're going to need... We're going to need those skills in order to build up on our own. Plumbing being one of the more important ones. Heating. um, Understanding how to build proper infrastructure. Yeah, and how to keep the infrastructure working.
0: Like very, (laughs)
1: very basic engineering, basic construction skills. You're going to want basic survival skills. All of those things are very handy to have. They're all quite easily... Acquired now as well, at least not necessarily yeah. the the but apprehension the, the side of things, thing is, but
0: like, accessing it. There are overpriced
1: pitfalls
0: in this system. Yeah. Right? And, you know, I, I was in no way a locksmith in this. I did nothing to do with locks and it was completely legal what i was doing i even informed the people this is just a skill i have i'm not a locksmith that's nope. why i want either the registration or your name or both documents so i can i'm just a dude you right? helping you out that's it right <clears throat> and yeah at the end of the day like it, it, the stupid thing is there's all these pitfalls right now like transportation is probably the hugest uh, pitfall and there are lots full of fucking transport trucks all over this great province. You drive through any field in Nisku and look left or look right, and you will see a lot full of fucking heavy equipment that is just sitting there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just sitting there, not getting used. And I just look at this, and I'm like, how the fuck aren't these on the road right now? You know, how aren't we trying to build bridges? Like, we, we, got, into, we got into Germany in two months and that that's the rhine that is full of fucking lakes rivers lagoons and we moved an entire military full of men fed them and gave them ammo and shit but we can't figure out how to fucking fix a road in like months oh we can it it, it
1: affects all of us like it just this doesn't make sense well again it comes down to the cost benefit and the fact that the the current players in the system who have benefited off of the the scarcity of um, of supply chains because they benefit off of having a single supply chain holding everything up. Well, yeah, if you only up, want to listen to the devil on
0: your shoulder that's going, no, scarcity is good. Yeah. I mean, wh- but that's, what that's is the main root the word of that word? Scarce. Yeah. That, that, that goes hand in hand with famine, with death, with literal... Not good things happening. Yeah. And if you're profiteering off of that, then congratulations and fuck you. I mean, <laughs> congratulations on being a boomer and living as
1: long as you have. And fuck you because all, all it's just, yeah, uh, that, that's it. I mean... But this is also an opportunity because there are a lot of small town small sh- uh, uh, town farmers and stuff that do exist and can... And have excess product, and there's going to be people in those locales as well that have trucks but don't have jobs right now. That's what I'm there's, saying. There's, there's an opportunity for people to create these connections and to. It, it doesn't even have to be black market. All of this is legal now, right? But you can you can you can sell on Facebook Marketplace yeah. or on Kijiji yeah. or yeah. on Craigslist or Fresh on, Mangoes, right? But <laughs> get I, your mangoes. But I mean, at the end of the day, be mangoes, a farmers but... market is going to be like there. There's a couple of uh, farmers markets in Edmonton, and I would really Several, encourage yeah. lots of people to go online. There's a year round one that's indoor. No, no. Yeah, yep. uh, there's a there's year-round a indoor one on, on the to west sell side. Scarves and masks. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 So I mean, like the but the it'll be important to support these people because they're going to be the ones who support our system going forward. We're going to like what I want to see is these big guys wiped out permanently for their crimes against humanity and allowing this this to to continue. They they can use their money their reserves that their shareholders would be pissed off about them using to fix the problem and they're not doing it and therefore we need them to fail in order to allow these smaller guys to thrive so we have to we have to encourage the smaller guys and we have to try and support them well, that's but, what
0: i'm saying i mean if you feel like you're a small guy right now and you know how to drive a truck yeah Know any farmers? Yeah, go and find somebody. because I, mean, I know that they're trying to get their shit moving. They are trying so hard. Uh, like, even if you don't have a truck, you got a pickup truck. Yeah,
1: the and band?
0: I mean, and here's the up. thing.
1: Here's the thing. You don't have to even find a grocery store to connect with. Find a restaurant worker or a restaurant owner who's struggling to find. Produce and if anyone pulls and you works, over to see you work for Amazon,
0: they move they all sorts you over, of shit. Oh you just that's just that one egg delivery it's just this one guy ordered <laughs> all these
1: eggs it's transportation i mean we're like right now unless you unless you're transporting live Stuff in the freezing cold with no fucking heaters, which, yeah. congratulations, now you're an official worker, anyways, because that's exactly how you know animals what I are think transported, anyways, too. in Canada. So it, it would, you know, what it, I, it would actually be actually quite, you know what, one second, just so I finish this thought. It would be really interesting if a dude in a pickup truck started transporting animals across Canada and was fucking fined for it, because I would love for his defense to be that my conditions are identical. That would just be fun to watch. I would love to watch the Canadian government recoil into their assholes Titans, just as they try to figure out a way to contort themselves around how they've been abusing animals systemically and that they just didn't want Jim doing it. True story, man. That's true. Because yeah, there's no other way around it. Sorry, I just wanted to get that finished thought there. No, I get it, man. No, it's... Uh, but either way, it's, a, it's an opportunity for uh, a huge opportunity right now to supply stuff. To people right that that they could need um well like i was just gonna say not only would it do that i mean you, you'd have the government
0: could get its take it gets taste it could what its beak you, you get your transportation officers out there inspecting vehicles and guess what have mechanics on hand oh this guy needs brakes fucking boom pay the mechanic we'll do him right now yeah or this car is getting towed and guess what? Our parking hmm. fines just raised five hundred percent for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> because fuck you or the government. And like, you could do this all safe. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it, it, throw in some regulations. Oh, there needs to be a reefer heater for these chickens.
1: I you want know? a reefer heater. Yeah, man. They're the best. Well, I mean, all like, hey, there's ways to do all of this, right? Like, all I'm saying is that there's opportunities. And uh, like, no, I completely but, yeah. agree. I just, yeah. I just
0: think that more people need to stop thinking
1: you know to find the solution in the system i think that's the problem i I keep thinking like every time i want to leave my job like i'm like i can't look at indeed the solution's not there Mm -hmm. i don't want a job that's available what i want to do is something that doesn't exist yet and the problem is i I, and i get it people who are 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 immobile in that front i'm in a position where i can't take a risk right now Mm -hmm. uh in the next year that'll change and i'll be able to to Potentially jump into something more risky um, and see what happens, but for right now, I have to stay put. But it's—I get it. I get that sense, that understanding where it's the the solution can't be found within. And there's—I think that's what's causing a lot of people to have anxiety and why everybody's so hyper aware <laughs> of it right now is because they well, the all know is- they want something different, but that different, like what is what that is. I don't know if ever, anybody really has their hand fully on that yet i think the problem is we get more value out of the work we do than the love
0: we you try to get you know because there, there's no real cost benefit to love you know i mean you, you could have gone become a lawyer taking a huge risk but ultimately it was you know having a daughter that said no oh, i gotta do something a little more secure and that's completely out of love and you know you don't get a valuation out of that and I think a lot of people struggle with that exact issue. I mean, it, it roots you to what you have to do. And, you know, it's, uh, I think it's very awesome that you have a kid, man. Like I, I, I debate even having a kid and I, I, the more I think about it and the more I hear, I'm just like, I I can't. I can't think it's a good idea, man. Like I just—it's
1: scary, but like she's also the coolest thing ever. No, like, I, that's that's, I, that's the part that's, that's that I just where I'm at,
0: man. Like I'm just like I want to. I want to. I want to take the dive, but I'm just like, holy shit! Like you had to take a huge step back on yourself in order yeah. to have the time to do that. And I like, sure, you could have just kept doing what you were doing, yeah. but
1: like you can't. Like, like I mean, I, you you, just, you, you just lose can. a part of yourself. What I asked myself a question, and I think it's an interesting one that a lot of people haven't really potentially have just ever given it thought. But like the the change in the world in the last three hundred years has been like anything that ever preceded it from the the you know twenty thousand years bri- prior to it. This last three hundred years has seen so much what we call progress, but I'm just going to call like radical change in society and how we socialize that. The question I asked was: If you went back to the 1700s, like pre-industrial revolution, and you, or 17th century, and you asked some uh, just a random person, a random father, what it meant to be a good father, or what it meant to be a good provider, or a good husband, or a good partner, their definition would be something akin to spending time making like getting the food uh taking care of right like that's that like there's a lot more hands on readily like direct interaction and now you fast forward and it's like almost everything that we say would be of involving not being together because you go to work to provide for them and you're and the more work you put in the more supposed that you love them and it's the opposite of how I think our, like our human nature is, is supposed to be. Uh, I think that, that connection, that small level of, uh, of feeling surrounded by safety and, uh, and love and interaction and not having the world thrown at you when you're a child is something that, again, I know that this this is probably glorifying childhood from way back when cuz it definitely wasn't the case mm-hmm. i i know from ancient literature but uh, or not ancient but older literature but um yeah i can't i couldn't help but think that like the concept of it of what providing for someone meant then to now is just quite different, right?
0: Well, I think it was a lot more about providing just basic human like needs, direct, right? Like direct, yeah. I mean, we, we've evolved so much where those are just met and it's just expected. What else can we really But then the, when
1: they're not, you it's know? also like that's so problematic. Oh, because, quite, yeah. Like, and that's the issue that we're starting to see and why why a class war is on the, on the horizon right now because a lot of those needs aren't being met, which again... Mm-hmm these side hustles that we talk about finding those gaps, um, and trying to fill them yourself. Those are things that you can do. Sometimes it's just facilitating connections, right? Like sometimes it's just, you're the person who can make, uh, A and B meet and you can, and you can be that guy, right? Like if you know the farmer and you know the, like we talked about the restaurant worker or the, or the restaurant owner who needs supplies, like, there's a that's an opportunity. There's an opportunity there to facilitate a connection between these two people.
0: To tie it back to pirates, that's how Black Sam started. <laughs> uh, he was uh, laid off pretty much after the privateering act was dropped. Uh, basically, the English government gave like all these guys that live in the Caribbean just rights to raid any Spanish ship they saw. They got a letter of mark so they could do whatever the fuck they wanted. And then eventually, the British worked things out with the Spanish 12 years later, and they were like, okay, this is, this is done. But They had a whole industry built on it yeah. And a whole bunch of guys that were like amazing At fucking going onto ships Stealing shit and you know Killing guys on ships uh, So obviously <laughs> those guys just Kept on doing that but it was actually uh, He was all pissed off He was a real like subject to England uh, Black Sam and uh, this This merchant guy came out of nowhere He's like hey you're probably down on your luck Right now don't have much money and He had this girlfriend that was like really upper echelon And He's trying to impress her, you know. It all boils down to love, right? And that's kind of how this this story kind of ties in too. He fell in love with this woman that was like six classes above him, right? He was just some shipmate, and she was this like, you know, merchant's father with like all these shitloads of cash. And they she was a merchant's father, yeah, whatever. Uh, but uh, <laughs> merchant's merchant's daughter, uh, but um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he basically decided you know he didn't want to be poor anymore, and he like parted up with this like rich guy that was like, "I can get you a boat, and then we'll fucking get all this like gold that crashed." But like here's the thing. I mean it it, it ties into like anyone that becomes successful in these situations where there's scarcity and there's skill, like, what are you good at? I mean, if you're an oil and gas guy, you got laid off. you're not
1: just a laborer.
0: Yeah. You learn shit while you were doing that. You just got to tap into those memories. And just you
1: know? ju- just one interesting note, like these facilitators, these people who are finding gaps, um, there notice that there's no difference to between that and drug running. The difference is is how the what it is that you are facilitating mm-hmm. and how that's accepted by government and the enforces. The, the enforcement agencies, right? Like that—that's going to be the interesting thing because I—that's why I brought up the truck driver uh, transporting animal uh, kind of idea because I'm curious to see. I, I would be curious to see how, in a state of emergency, the Canadian government and the authorities um, handle. Having their power taken away, yeah. Because that's what this is as well. Is it's a it's an act of rebellion against the system. When you're facilitating things in this manner, what you're doing is you're saying there's a gap because this system doesn't fucking work right, and the people who are paid to make it work right aren't doing their fucking jobs well. So it's it's not direct, but what it's if in- you indirect. just
0: like teamed up with a butcher? Let's say you know and you say, hey, Matt, I'll bring you the cows. You cut them all up, and we sell them. <laughs> Right? Yeah, you know, because uh, obviously there's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem Kinda right well now up. with getting the cows to the butchers. <laughs> like, th- think about it. I mean, th- th- there should be a boom in private industry right now, and there isn't because we're too busy fighting about shit that never really mattered. It- it- it's just stuff that always occurs because the system sucks. Yeah, and you know, it- it like that. That's that's honestly the big issue I have with this whole Rittenhouse house thing. Is like this happens on a daily basis in their country. And they only focus on the one that will divide them more. Not the fact that maybe we shouldn't have fucking 17-year-olds with guns. (laughs) well that's a forbidden conversation in congress oh no you can't talk about that the the british will come back like what the fuck (laughs) does that make sense how does that make sense that's it doesn't it doesn't work it's not working people are dying and you guys are just looking the other way saying self-defense
1: but this is an opportunity right like be the middleman like and and the predatory middleman Starts a website that sells shirts to both sides, right? Or starts two different <laughs> websites, right? I've I've thought about that in the past where I'm like, why don't I just get like a, I support Trump, written house till the end kind of thing. And then I just like keep all of their addresses and then publish those. Like, oh, hey, my. just so you know where these people live... Fuckers! Like I'll have them agree to it explicitly on the website too, because they're all morons. They're all going to click. Yeah, I agree to be tracked and exposed later in a fucking mm. uh, Vice documentary. <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: Like, why not? I would put it in together. the most explicit the, the form just is, to see though, how many like, morons click it. not play the yep. fuck off and find out game? Yeah. The, that, that's exclusively a right wing game. The fuck, yeah, off find, fuck off and find out is, is exclusively right wing. And I, you're completely right. The left needs to get in this.
1: Yeah. It you got to, you got to, like,
0: it, it happened a little bit with the anonymous shit. And, like, God and bless then you guys. The fucking like, right wingers took over a but, lot. But, yeah, of that. then, like, the right wingers are like, we can hack things for money. Ooh, Ooh cute. Let's, pay, let's pay these men to to hack businesses yeah. and ransom their software. No, no, guys, go back to the roots. Yeah. You're doing the right thing. The money got in your. It blinded you. Yep. You let it blind you. You're not anonymous anymore. You're, 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 you're sad. You're, you're like, just come on back. Yeah.
1: We need this shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, if you notice gaps out there. Try and fill them and that'll be uh, an opportunity that you'd have to try and stack something up in this time. It's, the, the and you arch. don't, again, you don't have to be selfish in it. There's ways of connecting things that are necessities mm-hmm. right now. This is a huge opportunity for people to get off the, the tits of the system and uh, start actually reaping the benefits of your real labor value and not yeah. allowing corporations to stack your labor value in their back pockets. Because I think that's that's really what we've all kind of come to grips with. Either we can tax them, we can get our government to tax them, which seems to be impossible because our government doesn't want to act on our behalf, or we can just stop working for them and fight them ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the better option. Uh, it's going to take way more work, for sure, but it seems to be worth it in the long run. But I don't know.
0: I think that anything worth doing is worth doing well. And uh-huh. I think what an adage. Pardon? <laughs> what
1: an adage you come up with out yourself? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I mean, just, playing, buddy. I just, I'm just
0: I'm just saying, I mean we can we can quickly set up the the scaffolding of what needs to happen, or we can yep. really sit down and assess what are some pitfalls in just being human in general. And we never really seem to do that as a society. You know, we'd rather just kind of move past those pitfalls, say, oh, people with those pitfalls, losers. Total fucking losers. Under six feet can't get the coconuts, loser. Uh, You know, it's just, it's, it's almost baked into us and it's just something that doesn't logically need to be there. And the only thing that's tying us to these feelings, thoughts, and opinions are three things. Religion, traditional values, and family values. And like, if you find that you're in a conversation Conversation with someone, and those start coming out, and you find to be the asshole of that conversation. Like, if you have the insight to understand that, then it's probably one of those three things that got you there in the first place. That's that's really all I gotta say. I mean, this entire situation <laughs> is gonna be very interesting to play out. And
1: yeah, I, I think again, like you, it, it's an opportunity to 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 change the direction of how things are going uh, by using the tools that we have put in place. Social media is something that they try to target and take from us. And yeah, we've talked about addiction and the downsides of social media for sure. But the plus side for social media, like the amount of, of minority and female creators on those platforms by sheer percentage compared to traditional media, is absolutely astonishing right like the like you roll through a TikTok and like 30 percent of them 40 percent of them are black creators and female creators are probably 60 70 percent of what i'm getting granted i'm probably my my for you page is probably biased but uh but i find it it's super interesting like you still look at mainstream stuff and it's now having that influence there and i think that that's a tool that we've created where we can sidestep the bullshit system and if we continue to use social media to build these bridges and sidestep the 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 mainstream system they're going to continue to attack social media but we have to just continue to use it for the positive tools that it brings it does have negatives for sure we acknowledge it but the current system has so many more negatives that are so out of our control that i would rather accept the negatives that exist within the social the 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 the, the online social platforms and play within that System where we can own more of our control, um, probably less of our identity, but more of our control of our labor and we can end up working towards a better future that that way. I think that hmm. there's likelihood, like Evans pointed out, that things get bad before they get, like get worse, before they get better. But I don't know that they have to if a lot of, if enough people and I guess this is going to sound pretty kumbaya, but if enough people were to come together and use their skills, because it's not like we don't have the skills to avoid a catastrophe. It's not like we don't have the means to avoid a catastrophe. We have everything we need to v- avoid a catastrophe. Everything exists like, that we need. We're not we don't like we're not like oh man if only superman was here we could fix it like that we're not we're not out a certain kind of human or a certain kind of resource that makes us go ah shit we've lost now we this is all fixable right it's just gonna take the right work and the right steering and i think that that's one of the coolest things about this pandemic is it's made everybody we our attention was divided it's still divided for sure but now it's divided almost 50 50 It used to be divided like 4%, 3%, but across like 80 platforms right like cut you get a little bit here and like oh did you see that TLC special no I never watched TLC oh did you see Showtime no 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 but now it's like you like either you're watching Netflix or you're watching whatever like you're YouTube. the well yeah but or the the or you're you're involved on Reddit or you're involved on the right ring equivalent of it right now like it seems to be a lot more down the middle division where Our attention is now a lot more focused, I would say. It's still divided, but it's more obviously divided. And so the beauty of that is if you can take a step back and recognize that, that gives us a huge opportunity to go, holy shit, all of the eyes are either on one of two channels. We just need those two channels to communicate and we can defeat the system. Because before it was far too many channels to control. Right. The media, I think, distracted us enough. It's why it's so weird. Like people, people don't believe, especially a lot of right wingers, the thin blue liners don't want to believe that officers are all of a sudden just shooting these black people everywhere. The reality is, is they're not. Smartphones are just all of the sudden readily available to everyone. That's what's happened. But media divided, like you wouldn't get these reports early on because the, those didn't exist. So they were false reports. So they were false narratives or they were they were minorities who didn't matter at the time before, you know, uh, any any of that was ever caught on tape. In the 90s, it never fucking mattered, right? So I think that we're actually in a unique moment right now where, yeah, it could shift one way or the other, but I think that there's an opportunity to get the attention of everyone because we're both recognizing that there's a huge failure, right? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, it's, it's not so much
0: a left versus right issue anymore. I don't think that the world's heading in the right direction on either scale. No. And they just want to distract us with, you know, bullshit that really just happens anyway. It happens because of the system they created. Yeah, I mean, it, it it if guns weren't legal down there, that probably wouldn't have happened. I mean, I, I if there was any semblance of regulation like we have up here,
1: down there, that probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah. but you can't because uh, why? Well, also just self defense laws. The uh, because of the nature of the culture of of wanting to have guns and allowing that into mm-hmm. the culture, self defense laws in the United States have evolved very differently outside of the Commonwealth, like. Like Canada, the United States, England, and Australia, we all share a legal system yeah. called the Commonwealth. Um, but the United States decisions so fu- are so far outside of the realm of what yeah. we understand in the rest of the Commonwealth because the rest of the Commonwealth is, I think, a lot more fucking logical and reasonable <laughs> when it comes to uh, weapons. Well, I think back in
0: the 1800s, Having a musket around might have been a good uh, decision. Yeah. You know, and it, it, you wouldn't want the government coming and taking your musket. Uh, you know, you got, you got, you know, indigenous people cars. trying to take their land back and, you know, probably other stuff. Yeah,
1: you know. Uh, well, I mean, the, the, <laughs> everybody wants to bring it back to the founding fathers, but if the founding fathers showed up in the United States today, they'd be pissed off about a bunch of things. Three things yeah. in particular: one, black people voting; yeah. two, mm. women voting; yeah. and three, the police. The, the the they would be like, why the fuck haven't you started a militia to knock these cocks down? They they were never about state violent control. That was the p- complete opposite of what it was all about. The police would be immediately taken out. That's what the Second Amendment was about: forming a fucking militia. It was all about that. Like the 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 whole goal would be to take out the police. The state is not supposed to control it. The people are, and so like that. That you're you're using it for the wrong reason, but the all the all the rest of the countries in the commonwealth have evolved to a government that's supposed to take care of you versus one that works in opposition to you in the united states that um, second amendment has forced them into one that works in opposition to the people and the rest of the commonwealth doesn't have that because our our governments have until our medias have all become corrupted by uh the united states uh takeover in the last 25 30 years mm. uh prior to that the rest of our countries we all had free health care our rights were all significant significantly more affirmed um we we had better states of of health and our legal systems were lots of issues don't i will never discount that but we're significantly stronger built on a stronger foundation and the united states was just out to fucking lunch the whole time hmm. so i think their evolution is just unique it's not hard to believe yeah no, no
0: it's uh <laughs> it's kind of i don't know what to say
1: to that man it's um (laughs) sorry i went on a rant but it's a legal one (laughs) no it's
0: uh it's just one of these situations now we're in that we just we we we, like the the changes just aren't going to happen fast enough i don't think and uh you know i think a lot of people see it i think a lot of people see that oh wow i i need to get some skills you know and that's that's really all I'm saying. I mean, if if they take away everything from you, I mean, you better have some skills that'll keep it going. I mean, it's not it's not worth giving up over because someone else failed you. I mean, that's yep. that's just that's just sad. I mean, if you attribute the government to being able to provide you electricity, power, and roads, and we can quickly see that roads really don't matter when the
1: government doesn't give a fuck.
0: Um, <laughs> well, the U.S. has known
1: this for a lot longer than mm-hmm. everyone else. I mean, their their infrastructure has been given like nationally a, a rating of D. Like they have bridges that are set to fail everywhere. They're fucking horrific <laughs> everywhere.
0: I mean, to be fair though. Those reports are probably written by civil engineers. Previn got a lot of work. In no, it was
1: uh, it was an international bureau. Oh, uh, that no, that's called, not good. Yeah. <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, they were called in to study uh, to, to commission a study uh, uh, or a report on the on the state of infrastructure. And yeah, it was pretty brutal. But it's yeah. because their tax dollars aren't going towards their infrastructure and towards the people because they work in opposition. That is like one thing that I'll say is like. The effort will be there to create, to build, to fix the road in Abbotsford and in Hope. Yeah. Will be there a lot? The incentive is a lot stronger there than it is it was in Texas. Let's say for the grid, mm. right? Because you got one private, private ver- where where private and government are holding hands and just fucking jerking off over the rest of their people. <laughs> and in, in like in Canada, it's just not gonna. It's not possible to have that scenario where oh, shit. Our, like they we have to have it fucking fixed. And they have requirement to do it legally do you need a robo arm
0: (laughs) 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 tax dollars got that yeah no it's uh that's a joke um i i i just think it's stupid that we, we allow it to happen and yeah. continue to happen. And
1: I think that a lot of but the, that's why like, you have your side hustle so you can get off the fucking tits of the of the corporations that have caused all this. Yeah. And don't, and don't shit on someone's side hustle also. Right. Yeah. Like like you want to talk the biggest fucking MLM, cancel culture. Right well, yeah, if but you want to talk like, the fucking all over
0: it. Yeah. Like shit on it until they cry because they're idiots. Like, oh, let's go for coffee and I'm going to get you some uh, Shakeology stuff, man. No, Shakeology is no. awesome.
1: It is. It's fucking... an MLM. No, it's not. Beachbody, not an MLM. It's the only one that's not it's not formed the same way. I actually trained through Beachbody. Okay, well, I, I can give you all of the information as to why it's not, but it's it's because you're paying for a gym membership. So you get your online access to their to their uh video and you're paying that. The Shakeology thing, like, yeah, that's weird, more cultish stuff, but the drink itself, what you look into it, it's actually quite good stuff. It's just stupidly overpriced. Um, but yeah anyways <laughs> sorry didn't didn't mean to but one th- one i wanted to bring up was this <laughs>
0: that's, that's fine I, I didn't know you were uh you were into the uh shakeology uh, well yeah i told
1: you i do p90x that's part of beach body I I, I I didn't know that was part of Beachbody. oh yeah they're all part of it oh wow um but yeah i know they um the one i was gonna bring I'm, up i'm gonna was, follow
0: your rule and not shit on your uh side hustles <laughs>
1: It's okay. I don't make money go. off of it because I don't actually run as a coach. <laughs> I just I just pay for the monthly access to the online. No, no, I'm just giving you hard but, uh, but no, the one that I was going to bring up and the fucking biggest offensive of, of like right-wing cancel culture was women's side hustle, especially good-looking women's side hustle in the last uh, year only on OnlyFans. Only because... Yeah. That was a way to sidestep government's control over prostitution when men are allowed to sell their fucking bodies for, for uh, pennies on the dollar in oil fields all the time, but women can't sell their bodies? Ooh, fuck off. And And just finally getting off of it, they had full control over it, so they don't have a pimp involved. They have full say over what they're charging, how they bill, what they show, when they do it, all of that. And the government's like, yeah, no, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. If you want to do that, go back to the streets where it's dangerous, bitch. And that is the worst form that I've seen in the last year because I, I that's a side that. hustle that was just like I mean it sucks that people have to resort to that but some people want to re- want to do it I have to imagine there's some it would probably be a minority yeah. but there'd be some they make a shitload in comparison cash. to what they were doing there's probably a majority they make a outside sh- of, if you remove capitalism cash. then you might not have as many people running to their cams but
0: I think that I, I don't think it was the fact that they were doing the Sex work at all that pissed off the government. It was that the, the, making the, the amount of money. money they were making was insane. Yeah, and a, a lot thing. of them weren't disclosing it. And yeah. you know, oh, that's 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 where the government's like, no, well, we're like, not getting that taste. <laughs> fuck you. And what they, they should have started,
1: started uh, doing then is all of those women should have the started their website. No, they should have started their own lending organizations because the government never touches those guys. Oh why don't you just go and be a cash money who put a 475 percent interest on the lowest income brackets on the country well how that how's that not predatory like fuck sakes well i mean they can't go that high but oh yes they
0: can uh yeah because they there's th- a, they're technically there's no legal there's
1: no caps but yeah. when you do flat rate yeah yeah it's horrible it's the worst system and they only exist in fucking low income areas payday loans are just You'll start Horrible. seeing like when you saw it, it said banks started disappearing. Yeah, they started getting replaced by payday loans. No, I uh, I, I get that. I, I think that, but that's another one that I thought would be a cool side hustle if I had if I knew how to develop an app. Would be one called like Lender where you create you you can download your friend groups from whatever online social media platform and you can create a lending system that builds a legal contract into it and you can choose not to charge interest on it if you so choose and then the app if you make that choice will not charge you any fee for it but if you choose to charge a percentage the app will charge you a fraction of that percentage in order to kind of disincentivize uh over profiting off off of lending people money w- in a time of need but what it does is it gets people off of the tit of fucking uh predatory lenders oh i thought you Where were you lend between predatory. friends
0: i was like oh cool because no. then you could be a loan shark
1: no but here's here's what you could what the, be the, is you could actually the become be for a, the legal stuff if you don't get paid like well no but if you is if that you, a service
0: because you're paying the fee i mean what's included
1: in the fee uh the so the fact that i can charge interest i can do that without the app no but the fact that you have a paper trail that connects you uh so if you were to try and collect at any point in time you actually have a legal bill to collect with but you can also do that without the app yeah you can do it without the app but, but people the, won't do it as awesome uh, as easily without the app that's true it's all I about mean, just creating that middle zone there's a be gap cool in that the supply of
0: like send men to break legs yeah But there are
1: there are people who have 15, 20 grand that they're sitting on and they genuinely don't know what to do with it. And then there are people who in their life could are are going to pay five hundred dollars in interest because they need to borrow a thousand dollars. And those are the people that I'm talking about. Those are the people where you can go, well, why don't you just give me $50 in two months instead of $500 in two months and I'll give you the thousand bucks because I'm a friend and I don't really care that much. Like it was going to sit there anyways.
0: But then if they don't pay that that risk. Well, here's the
1: beauty of it. What you do is you create an online wallet very similar. So what they're doing is they're actually buying credits with their money, and they create an online digital currency that is exchanged through our app exclusively. That then can be credited outward. So it's kind of like a Bitcoin model where you can make purchases with it. So, so
0: like a credit card. That they kind use, of, but we would create it our own into two,
1: three percent with every transaction. Yeah, you can you can make it charge businesses. I would actually want it to be something that you can withdraw. You don't want for- to charge businesses? No, 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 no. Hang on a second. It's, whoa, 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 whoa. I do. I do. I don't want. (laughs) I don't want you to uh, immediately, I wouldn't want you to pay directly out of the account. But what you could do is because you're required to maintain a a specific balance when you're transacting with someone is that your account can be frozen so that you can't access your funds. That'll be what happens if you fail to make a payment. Mm. But the beautiful thing is, is it'll also put the power in the hands of the lender to forgive a loan or to extend it on their own side. And then they can create rules around that. So it's just about simplifying an agreement and making it digital so that you don't have to have an uncom- uncomfortable conversation with someone because that's really what it is. Like if I wanted to help you financially or you wanted to help me financially, it would be an uncomfortable conversation. Even though we're open about those kinds of topics, what the conditions would be, would be an uncomfortable topic to talk about for sure. But when it's digital and when it's back and forth and it's in standard form, it's not that uncomfortable.
0: Fair. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't really have any fear telling someone what I'm going to charge them in interest.
1: No, I know, but I guess it's more of like uh, it almost comes off as like you're threatening a friend or someone close to you, like, Fair, and if you right? don't pay me, this is what happens, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and your legs go, and so does your TV. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that uh, just in general, just finding those gaps is kind of cool, right? We mentioned a bunch of them.
0: Yeah, I mean loan sharking would be pretty uh risky. Pretty risky, but you know, but maybe that's a peaceful app would app. uh yeah. would, would would mitigate that, you know. That's that's uh, not a bad idea. I mean freezing someone's account there would be some legal issues there, but well, only you if know,
1: well, so that's the interesting thing is they can have access to things that they have access like that they would have actual like legal access to, but if they owe more than that, they wouldn't have an actual claim to having access to it and because as the app, you would have the digital uh, track record of everything that's uh, all of their transactions, they couldn't argue that they don't owe anything that would be like they're in a default position because you're in a you're now a business not a person so you don't have to make a one-to-one argument the business actually gets to win that default argument mm. right it's kind of like when when telus overcharges you uh, or sends you a bill that's that's them saying like this is not a negotiation this is what you owe even if you go well i wasn't on the, uh, any international calls and they put a 50 dollar international call on here like what the fuck is this doesn't matter the default is is they're right and you're wrong right? You Mm -hmm. have to then go argue that in an extracurricular fashion, but you're not entitled to anything. You're not entitled to miss that payment, right? So the business, would like the app, would play the same way. I mean,
0: the thing is, if you have Telus direct withdrawal from your account, you're an idiot. Pay them (laughs) by credit card, and that way you see the bill, you go through the bill, and then you pay them. Because you'll catch shit sometimes, like you said there. Uh, And you can also just argue, yeah, you might have done an international call. I'm not paying for that. Yeah. Oh, it's five dollars. Well, yeah. Send a tech out here, for fifty dollars an hour. Take out all your shit and never see me again. I really don't care. <laughs> you're gonna do this over five dollars. You're gonna get fired. Have a fun day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, like. But that's that's <laughs> that that's the the. I think that's one thing that you and I will bring to the any table that's a little bit unique and probably one thing we should probably close with, which is the batna right right when you go into a negotiation when you're making a decision like that all. All both of us instinctively will always bring in or will always know what our batna is a uh, an acronym for best alternative to a negotiated agreement, so you go into something going well, my best case scenario like when I go into a car purchase like if i 'm walking in and you 're like, oh man, I got this fucking endeavor and it 's fifteen grand and it 's got one hundred and fifty k on it right and it's a it's a two thousand and fifteen okay so I know that I can get that exact same car for thirteen grand elsewhere, so it means if if you were to offer me that car for any more than thirteen grand, that's a stupid purchase on my uh, on my hand, uh, part, right? But, but it's about the value. Does I have the leather interior, right? And so, my best alternative to a negotiated agreement is to pay two grand less than that. Yeah. So I won't pay that, which means my first offer is going to be somewhere around ten right but your best alternative might be you already have someone on the hook for 14 somewhere so there's some times where you we just won't have a negotiation it will be impossible because our best alternatives are not each other we we actually don't exist like it's best for us to not have an agreement yeah and so when you're looking at these trying to facilitate these middle thing these middle ground um um facilitation kind of projects like side hustles have that in your mind like what's my best alternative what's the most likely outcome that i'm gonna have what's my fallback that's really the best way to to put it right like if this doesn't work out what do i do and um i think it's it it reminds me almost of like you ever watch two and a half men yeah yeah all the time so charlie sheen was hilarious in it and he has (laughs) yeah he has one scene where he's with his brother alan and they're at a bar and alan's like trying to like how do you get confident with women and and he was like all right here i'm gonna tell you the trick and he brings him over and uh, he's like okay drink that yeah. and he drinks it and they take a drink and he's like okay now i want you to go like who who do you think is the most attractive woman in the bar and he was like alan's like oh that woman he's like okay i want you to go and uh ask her out she comes back he comes back like 30 seconds later and uh he's like so how'd it go she's like she rejected me with explicit specificity and he was like all right cool drink that and He's like, okay. He drinks it. And he's like, all right. Now, who's the second uh, hottest squirrel in the room? And and he's like, he's like, probably that lady. He's like, okay. And, she, and she, go ask her out. And and so he goes over. And and it's uh, the best alternative was just really for him was to like at the end of the day he was gonna go home alone unless he asked every woman in there. So ask every single woman in there. <laughs> that was what it was. And every time rejection hits, have another drink. I'm not suggesting become uh, a womanizing alcoholic. What I'm saying is that sometimes your best alternative sucks. And so just do it. And if your best alternative right now is to stay at home and play fucking uh, online video games because you just got laid off, but you know people out there that exist that you could help and you could potentially make a buck off of it or at least make a a difference in someone's life your best alternative sucks so get off your ass and do it there's no downside all you're missing out on is a couple of games online that you're going to get another way one way or another so maybe you'll make enough cash that you'll never have to worry about not playing video games again exactly who
0: knows maybe you come up with a fucking strap down thing that the trucking industry has needed for centuries
1: yeah or maybe find a new route that's better or maybe uh they they find that small batch farming produces better quality products and so they're able to charge more which is probably the case
0: like 50 years and you know a fucking route that would get people through the mountains right now yeah you know how much you could sell that for like how much businesses would pay you for if you had an aircraft service that you could lift emergency items right now,
1: why aren't you out there hauling shit? Yeah, private and private. Pe- uh, you could charge whatever you whatnot. want. Like, it's just there's a <laughs> lot of opportunity for people to facilitate things. There's a lot of opportunity for people to create those online connections as well, where mm-hmm. you can get the farming industry that's in Abbotsford. Like, I heard that. From a Costco here that, that they got their last shipment of chicken until February January or February, and this it's we're in November right now this is that's terrifying to think about uh like that's the Costco near my house in Edmonton um i, I it's it's insane to think that that's I, gonna be I the think case it's
0: just the price they sell their chicken for at Costco they can't afford to uh like they either have to raise the price to a point where it wouldn't make sense or where people would get uncomfortable i think it's just easier for them not to do it and that's the problem i mean yeah it's it, like you want to go in and get your five dollar chicken while well, it's going to be a ten dollar chicken now and there's yeah. going to be half as many
1: yeah well i think that's probably what we're about to run into so that's again exactly. it's that <laughs> it's it's trying to create those facilitating things because it's not like those chickens don't exist somewhere. And granted, we did have a tragedy where we lost 25,000 plus animals. So there are going to be a literal shortage um, in some respect, but it also in the grand scheme of production, 25,000 is not a lot of units. And if you look at it from a unit production standpoint, as gross as that is, um, and so it's something we can overcome if we're more efficient in the way that we handle things. And so... People who work in the trucking industry, they know the inefficiencies. People who work in the logging industry are the first people to mention how inefficient the logging industry is, right? So you guys are the ones who have the power. You know the the issues. You know the pitfalls. You also know the industry. And a lot of the time, you own the fucking trucks because the businesses are cheap as shit and they don't want to invest in them. So you have the opportunity to go become a sole proprietor and fix the, the issues. Do it on small batch. Yeah, you might not make a lot right off the bat, but in the long run, you'll control all of your means of labor. So I think that there's a lot of cool opportunities that exist.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's a wrap there. I mean, cool. I've been talking on for quite a little while here. And I think that uh, the big thing is if you got that extra time and it's between, you know, <laughs> playing video games or maybe learning a skill, Yeah, you know, think about what you might want to learn. Yeah. I mean, you'll surprise yourself with how quickly you can learn something when you're actually interested in it. Yeah. And that just pushes you to do it more.
1: Well, exactly. Learn how to pop a, a window open, learn how to train some goalies, learn how to make some CBD bomb, right? Yeah. Mean, Don't make not, too much money or else we're coming after you though. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. we're, we're going to get a half <laughs> <laughs> or, All right, but, or yeah, there you go. So, I mean, either way, uh, spend your time learning. It's always fun. And you got the ability to do it now. And on that, I guess, uh, have a wonderful Friday. Have a great weekend.